Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. The title of my message tonight is Pray Again. Pray again. Sometimes you just gotta pray again. Well, it didn't work the first time. We'll pray again. Well, I, I, I did pray again, Pastor. It didn't work the second time either. We'll pray again. Well, what do you say to someone who, pray again. So come with me, James 5.16. James 5.16. If you don't know where James is, just go right to the back, Revelation, then just turn, turn left. Jude, 2 Peter, 1 Peter, James. James chapter five, we're gonna get down to 16. It says, confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Pray for one another that you may be healed. How many people know that the cross is made up of two pieces of wood? The first, the first piece of wood is, is vertical. The second one is horizontal. 1 John 1, 1.9 says, if we confess our trespasses or our sins to God, He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we know that when we confess our sins to God, He forgives us and cleanses us from all unrighteousness. But if you talk to anybody who, who's ever gone through a, a recovery group or gone through a rehab or gone through AA, they will tell you, that it's in the James 5.16, it's confessing your trespasses to one another and praying for one another where actually healing comes. So forgiveness comes from God, but healing comes. There are a lot of people, they're forgiven of their sins, but they keep stumbling into the same sin because the devil told you, you can't share that with anybody. If you share that, if you confess that, if you become vulnerable, people will think, they'll judge you. Well, what do you do? You can't, whoa. So in this church, uh, one of the critics, criticisms we get is we're far too transparent. I'm telling you, I don't think we're transparent enough. We're gonna be transparent because everybody needs to get healing, not just forgiveness. Somebody say amen. amen. All right, that's not in my notes, that's just a little freebie tonight. Confess your trespasses one another, pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I love that. The fervent, not the passive, not the sincere, not the pious, the fervent. There's a difference between fervent and pious. The fervent. A fervent prayer is somebody who's praying like their life depends on it. But we, 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 we intentionally train people, and I look for our interns, we do an internship program. And what I look for most in the intern to see if our internship program is working is I listen when they pray. Lord, we just ask that you would just, and we just, because we know you're really busy, Lord, and so we don't want to ask for anything big because, you know, we don't want to ask for something that might be difficult or too hard for you. So we just, we just ask that you would just... It should make you vomit. The fervent, effectual prayer 
of a righteous man availeth much. Elijah, verse 17, was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. It doesn't say, and Elijah was the Lord's anointed. He had the anointing without measure. He was selected in his generation. He was a standout. He was a one of a kind. He was as rare as hen's teeth in his generation. It's not what it says. It says Elijah, Elijah was just like you and I. Elijah was just like you and I with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain. The heavens were shut up for three and a half years, three years, six months. And verse 18 says, and he prayed. Again. Come on, somebody. And he prayed again. again and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. The earth just produces fruit. When Jesus said to the disciples, whatever you bind on earth, bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, loosed in heaven. He was, he was kind of painting the picture to the disciples that Elijah is a man with a nature like you. I want you to know you and I have authority. I don't know what happened. I didn't grow up in church to, to kind of fall into the lie and just accept it as a normality that the church is meant to be this powerless, gutless, useless, hopeless, weak in sippered, broke down, beat down, pathetic, little gathering for just the people who kind of need a crutch to kind of limp through. The, I, I, never, I never got the memo. I am so sorry. I had a power encounter with Jesus Christ on a beach. After the power encounter with Jesus Christ on the beach, I had a power encounter with the Holy Ghost where I began to speak. Began to speak in languages I never learned before. Then I had another power encounter where demonic forces, demon spirits were living in this body were evicted out. When the Holy Ghost comes in, you better believe he's going to start cleaning house. He started delivering me of lust, of fear, of rejection, of bitterness, <laughs> hopelessness, spirits of death, spirits of suicide. He began to deliver me. The church is a place of power. So Elijah in, in 1 Samuel 17, 1, I've got to read the scriptures because I'm excited. I'm going to get to the points and time is ticking away. Oh my gosh, it feels like everything's against me, but God is for me. Come on. Shabrada. All right, verse 1, 17 verse 1 says, Elijah the Tishbite, which sounds painful, but it's not. It's just where he's from. He didn't get a Tishbite. It's just where he's from. Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. And then he turns and he walks out. I love that. This is the first mention of Elijah in the entire Bible. There's no history. There's no record of him going to Bible school or sitting under another ministry. He just, poof, just bursts onto the scene. But what we know from this is that he stands before God. He stands before God. Now, we just read in James 5 that Elijah prayed and the heavens were shut up. And the, it's referring to this, but when I look at it, it doesn't say that he prayed. It says that he, he told, he declared. So I kind of had a little moment with God. I said, God, <laughs> he didn't really pray. And God says, yeah, because you've got a broken definition of prayer. The most powerful prayers you can pray are where you declare the Word of God. The most powerful prayers you can pray 
are where you declare the Word of God. Now, there's, there's all kinds of prayer. I begin in prayer with maybe lament or struggle or, God, man, what is going on? Man, God, Jesus, you've got to help me over here. I, but you don't finish there. You don't finish in wine. You don't finish in complain. If you finish in wine and complain, the Holy Ghost, the helper, ain't there. The Holy Ghost will pick you up in your wine and your complain, but if you lean in, He'll start feeding you promises. He'll start feeding you scriptures because He's your helper. Well, what's He helping me for? Breakthrough. What's He helping for? Miracle. What's He helping for? Healing. What's He helping you? Deliverance. So the Holy Ghost, so by the end, you start releasing the Word of God. You start confessing the Word of God. Well, my Bible says by His stripes and hand. Come on, God, if you did it for Him, you can do it for me. Heavenly Father, I need to remind you that with you all things are possible. And Lord, I am with you. I chose you. I decided to give my life to you. I'm walking with you. The Bible says by his stripes I am healed. I rebuke this sickness. I rebuke this disease. The Bible says you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is safe. And so you begin to confess the scriptures. So Elijah, Elijah confesses the word of God. Well, then what happens is the heavens shut up and, and Elijah, a drought hits the land. And because the drought hits the land, Ahab, who's the king sitting on the throne, who's married to Jezebel. Now, guys, if you're dating a girl and her name is Jezebel, run. But Ahab was stupid, so he marries her. I say all of that to get to this. The Bible is also known as the scriptures. You cannot spell scriptures without the word script. The Bible is the scriptures, it's the script. If you go to see Phantom of the Opera in New York, it's exactly the same script as Phantom of the Opera in Las Vegas. The cast is different, but the script is the same. You need to understand that the Bible is not just a historical text. The Bible is telling you that these things are operating around you. And you can actually select which character in the script you want to be. There is an Elijah generation right now. I believe that awakened church is called to be Elijah. There is an Ahab and a Jezebel who are occupying authority. Now, let me just say this. Why does Awakened Church get engaged in politics when, you know, the Bible says in Romans 13 that, you know, all authority is appointed by God? And you're right. All authority has been put in place by God. But not all who occupy those authorities honor the God who established authority over the nations, over the land, over the territories. Think Police think dirty cops. They have authority, but they're immoral. They don't honor the, their, their, their vow, their oath to serve and protect. They are self-serving. So Elijah lives in the land of Israel, which God chose. Israel begins with Abraham and a promise. Two sons, Isaac and, Is and, and uh, Esau, Sorry, Isaac, 
son of promise. He has two sons, Jacob and Esau. Jacob has 12 sons. They become the 12 patriarchs. They go into Egypt as a family. They come out as a nation. God delivers them with a mighty hand and then gives them the land that we know today as Israel as their promised land. They set up authority and governance structures, but those authorities and government structures are meant to honor God. But here's a man called Ahab who has married Jezebel, who was turned the entire nation away from the Lord, and they begin to, to worship Baal and Asherah, and they offer their children to Moloch uh, in the fire. They're sacrificing their babies. It's Planned Parenthood on steroids back then. Nothing has changed. It's the same script. So Elijah bursts onto the scene and says, let me tell you, because you've rejected God from his own land, and because you sit on his authority, but you don't give him any honor, then the heavens are going to be shut up. This God is not going to cooperate. The economy is going to tank. You're going to have record gas prices. When you pull up, it's going to be $6.29. It's happening there. It's happening here right now. Elijah rocks up onto the scene. So Ahab decides rather than repent, rather than get things right, he's going to shadow ban Elijah from Facebook, from Twitter, from Instagram, from TikTok, from social media. In fact, it goes one step further. He He's hunting down Elijah because he wants to wipe out Elijah's voice. The Bible says at this particular time that Jezebel is slaughtering the prophets of the Lord. She, 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 she's going after Mike Lindell from, from my pillow to make sure that, that they boycott him. Ivanka Trump can't sell any of her fashion anymore. Candace Owens is de demonetized on her platforms. David Harris, you, you, you'll find that anybody that speaks the truth is, becomes villainized, becomes victimized, becomes subject to all kinds of persecution. But the Bible says from her table, she's feeding the prophets of Baal. She's feeding the, the prophets of Asherah. This is government funded and government-protected lies. Lies. So three points. Number one, stand up equals stand out. Elijah stood up, but standing up made him stand out. The Bible says at this particular time, there was a guy called Obadiah, and he finds Elijah. And Elijah says, go and tell Ahab the king, that I must present myself before him today. And Obadiah says, oh, did I sin? Did, did I offend you? And Elijah's like, what are you talking about? He goes, I know the Lord. No sooner will I turn my back and the Lord will whisk you away. And when I tell Ahab, because there's not a nation where he hasn't hunted you down to kill you. When I tell Ahab, I saw you and I didn't kill you, he'll kill me. And Elijah says, all right, I'll go with you. So they go to Ahab together. But Obadiah on the way says, now listen, I'm sure God's kind of mentioned me to you. And Elijah's like, should he have? He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know how Jezebel is killing the prophets of the Lord? And he's like, yeah. Well, I hid a hundred of them. I saved a hundred. And I put 50 in this cave. And I put 50 in this cave. There's 100 prophets of the Lord that Jezebel hasn't killed. And every morning I bring them water and bread. And every evening I bring them, I'm keeping them alive. I'm feeding them. <laughs> it's interesting because we don't have time to read it. But after Elijah brings the smack down, he's in a desert and he's crying out to God saying, God, I alone am left. 
I'm thinking, you just got intel. You're not alone. There's a hundred. There's 150 in that cave, 50 in that cave. But Elijah is right. He alone is left. Because the 50 in this cave, they ain't talking. The 50 in this cave, they ain't talking either. Elijah is the only one speaking. He's the only one declaring. He's the only one calling out. He's the only one calling out trans reading for children. He's the only one calling it out. He's the only one calling out that, yay, we overturned Roe v. Wade. He's the only one standing up on our school boards. He's the only, he's the, he's the voice. See, the reason the 50 in this cave and the 50, the reason they're not talking is because they're in self-preservation. They don't want to give away their locate. They don't want to locate themselves. Oh, you know what, pastor? Oh, you know, pastor, you know, I got, a, I got an email today. I was invited to go and speak in Germany, which is where I was born. And the guy says, listen, because I'm German and I just have to be under the radar and looking at some of your posts of, over the last couple of years. And I'm like, flip, I'm banned on pretty much every platform. He goes, yeah, yeah, because of that, you know, we are trying to just remain under the radar. And um, because of that, we have to uninvite you because what I need to be is just neutral so that I can uh, continue to have influence. And I'm thinking if you're neutral, how many people are you really influencing there? I want to hide in my cave because I don't want to give away my location. I want to give my, my... So standing up means you're going to stand out. Number two is once you stand up, you'll stand out. So then you know what? If you're standing out, you may as well take out the interference. You may as well take out the interference. This is really important. This is what's happening in our nation right now. What's happening in our nation? I'm, I'm trying to get to, I'm telling you. So Elijah, if you go to verse 20, Elijah calls for all the children of Israel to go and meet on Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. I like Mount Carmel. We've stood on Mount Carmel. Carmel in the Hebrew, Haram El, means God's vineyard. It's God vine, God's vineyard. And I reckon he just put that in there just to upset the Baptists. <laughs> Jesus' first miracle, water into wine. Last thing he does is, here, drink the wine. This is the blood of the new covenant. Like of all the things you could have used, why wouldn't you use grape juice or Mount Carmel vineyard? And Elijah says to the prophets of Baal, there's 450 prophets of Baal, 400 prophets of Asherah, and one Elijah. It's 850 to one. Wow. You should feel like, man, I gotta check. Man, I sometimes feel like, I'm, am I taking crazy pills? Man, when I look at what the CDC, when I listen to, when I, the, the, the mandates for a vaccine, I, I had COVID, it wasn't, but they're, and you lose your job if you, I just, I kind of feel like, there's something else going on here. I can't, I don't like the elections. No one's allowed to question. No one's allowed to meet your denier. What the, 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 the most divisive people, the, the people that assassinated Martin Luther King, the people that assassinated JFK are all of a sudden, they're the ones who the other people are racist and they're not like, um, what? Like, am I just, you should feel like that because you're outnumbered 850 to one. You can't turn on the news, CNN, MSNBC, CBS. You know, it's all, it's all just this claptrap pumped at you. And so Elijah says, we've got to have a showdown. He says, why don't you bring out your bull and I'll bring out my bull. I like that. You bring out your bull, I'll bring out my bull. 
Have you noticed nobody wants to get on a debate stage? They don't want to get on a debate stage with Kari Lay because she's like, well, you bring out your bull, I'll bring out my bull. Tim Ryan the other night, bring out your bull. And, and it's, it's a, they don't, because they know their bull don't hold up. So Elijah says, you bring out your bull, I'll bring out my bull. And the God that answers by fire, that's the true God. And we don't have time to tell the story, but in the story, the prophets of Baal are gashing themselves and doing fire dances and nothing happened, nothing happens. But Elijah prays once. He rebuilds the altar, pours water on the fire, pours it a second time, pours water a third time. Why would you pour water on something you're trying to get fire? Fire and water don't mix, Elijah. And Elijah's like, yeah, because you're thinking wrong. You're thinking logic. You're thinking science. I'm not thinking fire and water don't mix. I'm thinking in a drought. In a drought, the most precious thing I can pour out is water because God's fire falls on sacrifice. God's fire falls on sacrifice. When you sign up to serve, on kids, it's a say You'll find God's fire begins to fall on your life. Man, some of you people are on fire. Yeah, because they're serving. Fire of God falls where there's sacrifice. I don't understand. We've been in this city all these years, and you come over here, and you got all these buildings. How do y'all get all them buildings? It's because I sacrifice. When you make a sacrifice, God's fire always falls where there's sacrifice. So Elijah takes on the 850 prophets, the 450 prophets, about 400. Fire comes down, consumes the bull, licks up all the water, even singes the rocks and, and completely devours the wood. And then he commands, he says, go and arrest all the prophets of Baal. And he takes them down into the Kidron and he executes them. He wipes out all 100 and 850 prophets. Wipes them all out. And the next thing that happens, go, go with me, go with me to, to verse 41. Verse 41. And then Elijah said to Ahab, go up and eat and drink. Because that's all you care about on your throne. For there is the sound. Now that the airwaves... Now that all the lying, fake news, false prophet media, now that they've been silenced, now that the interference has been taken out, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I hear the sound of the shift in economy. I hear the sound of relief coming to the land. I hear the sound of prosperity and blessing coming in. I hear the sound of rain coming down, rivers and brooks flowing again. I, I hear the sound of the grass growing and the, the, the flowers budding and, and the harvest being brought in. I hear the sound of laughter, the sound of celebration, the sound of people saying bumper crop, bumper high harvest, best year ever. I hear the sound of transactions in the marketplace as trade happens again, as the wheels that grinded to a halt in the drought now re-engage and everything flows again. I hear the sound of breakthrough. What is happening in America right now? In America right now, people are done with the lies. They're done with the fake news. They're done. They're done with the First Amendment the right to free speech. They're done with that. They're done with it. People are rising up right now saying, we want to execute the false lying prophets. We want truth to come back into the land. And you know what? I can hear the sound of an abundance of rain, of breakthrough coming. Somebody say amen. All right, I have to finish. I have to finish. 
Number three. Number three is what I call the drought, fire, rain factor. Elijah said to Ahab, go up and eat and drink, for there is a sound of an abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to his palace to eat and drink, while Elijah, while awakened, went to the prayer meetings, Tuesday mornings, Thursday, while they went up to Carmel to pray. And he bowed on the ground and put his face between his knees, and he said to his servant, go up now and look toward the sea. So he went and looked, and he said, there's nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Then it came to pass on the seventh time that he said, there's a cloud. It's, it's, it's as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said to him, go up and say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Now it happened in the meantime that the sky became black with clouds and wind and there was a heavy rain. So Ahab rode away and went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. This man brings a drought. This man brings fire. And then the man brings rain. One man, one man. The drought, fire, rain factor. The drought, fire, rain factor. It's in that order for a reason. It's in that order for a reason. God is a God of process. The word of the Lord comes in the drought. The word of the Lord comes in a drought to see, can you carry the word? Who will continue to carry God's word in the drought? Who will carry it in the drought financially and keep believing God and keep tithing? Man, we haven't had our harvest. We haven't had our breakthrough. Man, we're losing on our 401k, man, the economy. Man, I just sat with my economist and he's saying, man, if I've got, first thing I'd do, I'd stop tithing. Can you continue to carry the Word of God in a drought? Elijah carried the Word of God in a drought. But you know what came next? It wasn't the rain. It wasn't the rain that came. The fire came. What is the fire? The test. The fire is always the test. You will find that if you carry the Word of God in a drought, the first thing the devil will try to do is he will try and get you to run away from the fire. Don't activate the... No fire fell on the prophets of Baal because they didn't have they didn't have what it takes. They didn't have the gumption to handle the fire. Only Elijah could handle the fire. When you get fired from your job, when you get let go because you refuse to take the vax mandate, when you get let go because you refuse to back up, when you get persecuted because you're going to keep the doors of church open, no social distancing, no mask, we're going to worship. We're going to defy county orders. When you stand up, there's some fire. You're going to come under fire. You're going to come under some death threats and some fire and some hate mail and some people that don't talk to you. You get uninvited to conferences in Germany. But you know what's awesome about the fire? The Bible says the fire fell, Jesse, on top of Mount Carmel. It's where it fell on Mount Carmel. So he, go, he goes down and into the, in the Kidron, he executes all, 108, all 850 prophets. And then the Bible says he hears the sound of rain. And then the Spirit of God says, go back up to the place where the fire fell. Because the place where the fire fell is the location where the rain, the fire will locate, it will position you to bring the rain.
the position on the mountain where the fire, the position, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, don't let the devil, don't let the devil, don't let the devil get you to back up. You may be in the fire. You may be in the furnace. You may be taking some heat right now. You know what the fire, you know what the heat is? It's telling you're in the right spot. You are in the right spot. God is about to execute the false prophets. God is about to silence their voices. But the same place of the fire, where the fire is falling, is the position where the drought is about to break, where breakthrough is about to come. It's the fire that positions you to bring the rain. The Bible says, and he prayed again. It says, and he did this seven times. See, to shut the heavens, he just had to release the word. But to open the heavens, he had to travail in prayer. And I love it, he says to his servant, run. And we've stood up there, Alan, we stood right there. And you can look over here and you could see Caesarea Philippi. You can see the water. You can see where the servant was looking. And he runs and he looks and it's just blue sky meeting the blue ocean. And he comes back and says, there's nothing. And Elijah, he's travailing in prayer again. He turns around and says, go again. And so the servant runs a second time. And he looks, comes back as there's nothing. Elijah, prays a third time. Go again. This time he's not running. This time he's just kind of walking. Nothing. Elijah doesn't go, oh, oh maybe I heard wrong. Elijah, go again. You want me to go again? Go again. I've already gone through. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. All right. Getting a little bit weird. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing, Elijah. That's four. Strike four. In baseball, you'd already be in the dugout. Elijah. Prays again. Sends him a fifth time. A fi you're, you're serious now. A fifth time. All right. I'll, I'll go. What do you know? Nothing's changed. Are you sure God's even listening to you? He knows God listens to him because fire just fell. See, sometimes it's easier for the negative to bring breakthrough. Elijah sends him a sixth time. The sixth time he goes, he's like, this is the sixth time. And he looks, he sees the same horizon. He sees the same sky, the same sea. Nothing, not a cloud, nix, nada, nothing. He walks back, nothing. Elijah prayed again. When the Bible says, and he prayed again. But pastor, how many times do you pray? Like, is it seven times? No, no, you pray until. You pray, watch this, watch this. Elijah prayed until his eyes saw what his spirit heard. You pray until, you pray until, 
what God has put in your heart, what God has spoken to you, what God has whispered to you, what you have heard declared in church, when Dr. Matt said, when Pastor Paul Churchwood said, when Pastor Jesse Sullivan said, well, I went to Awaken Church and I heard a word. It doesn't seem to be happening for me. Mike Finn got his breakthrough. Alex Clark got his breakthrough. But God, I'm not quitting. I'm not backing up. I've looked once, nothing. I've looked a second time, nothing. A third time, you pray until, you pray until because I'm telling you while prayer is perfect while prayer is powerful the persistent prayer there's no match in the universe from a man or woman who prays with persistence come on let's stand to our feet let's stand to our feet lift your hands high to heaven lift your hands high to heaven there are people here tonight, you need a breakthrough. The altar is going to be open in just a moment. Our, our prayer team, our ministry team are going to come forward. After prayer ministry, I want you to go into the foyer. I want you to bless Melanie Burkholder. I want you to tell Melanie, Melanie, what can we do? Can we put signs up in our yard? Can we walk the neighborhood? Can, can we encourage people? Can, what can we do? How can we get behind you, Melanie? We need godly women of God. We need warrior princesses like this lioness here. We need her on Carlsbad City Council. That's what we need. We need moral people, righteous people, warrior people, people that love God, love faith, love freedom, love family, love country. That's what we need. You go out there and you support her. But I'm telling you, the fire, the fire, the fire falls on the altar. Maybe you're in the fire. Maybe you're walking through the fire. Maybe you're in the drought, moving into the fire. Maybe you've been backing off from the fire. Go through the fire. Go through the fire. You know what's on the other side of the fire? The fire positions you for the rain. It positions you for the breakthrough. It positions you. How do I get it, Pastor? It's so simple. Pray. Pray. How long do I pray? You pray until. You pray until. St. Augustine, if you study your history, St. Augustine was one of the most prolific and influential theologians of Christendom. But he wasn't always like that. When he went away to, to university when he was 18, he was an atheist and took great delight in dissecting and destroying people in the clergy, people's faith. And St. Augustine had a mama who every week would turn up to church and she'd go down and the priest would see her coming and he'd try and hide and she'd grab the priest and she'd weep saying, you gotta pray for my Augustine, you gotta pray for my Augustine, you gotta pray for my Augustine, please pray for my Augustine, pray for... And he literally was wore out with this woman coming again and again and again. After about a year, he looks up at the end of mass and she, here she comes right and he's trying to hide. He's, he's trying to, and she, she grabs him and she's like, you've got to give me a word. You know, he's so far from God. You've got to give me a word. You've got to give me a word. And the word of the Lord came to the priest and he said, listen, he said, it's impossible for a son of such tears to perish. It's impossible for a son of such tears to perish. He knew that her travail, her persistence, her persistence. Jesus says, when you're praying, he tells the story of the persistent widow. The devil doesn't want you to be a persistent prayer, prayer. He doesn't want you praying once. Elijah, the breakthrough didn't come after once, didn't come after twice, didn't come after thrice, it didn't come after cuatro, cinco, seis. <laughs> it came in siete 
came on the seventh time. But you know what? I, had a, I have a feeling if he went a seventh time, he would have said, go again. Eight, he would have gone again. Nine, he would have gone again. Sometimes you gotta pray until. I had a son who battled with, a, with an addiction. Three times, there were three very, very clear times. The devil told me he was gonna take my son, take his life. Not on my watch. So I prayed until. And then when he relapsed, what do you do? You pray again. You pray again. Abraham Lincoln said, so often I've been brought to my knees, having no other place to go. He prayed again. This nation was birthed in prayer. Your, your salvation was birthed in prayer. Your deliverance is birthed in prayer. Your healing is birthed in prayer. The city of San Diego, I'm telling you, when we pray, we, we dispatch angelic forces. You think Fletcher sitting on his throne? You think Todd Gloria sitting in there? They're all sitting there pompous, feeling like they're in their stronghold. They ain't no match for what is released when the church finds her voice, when the church finds her voice. So ministry team, I want you to come forward. If your life is not right with Christ, get your life right. That's the first thing you gotta do. Second thing, if you need prayer, don't walk out the same way you came in. If tonight you're struggling with sin, here's the deal. You may have asked God and you feel forgiveness, but if you keep tripping up, if you keep slipping up, if you keep st stumbling back into the same sin, the same hole, it's not that God hasn't forgiven and cleansed, it's that you've never been healed because you haven't confessed your trespasses one to another and had prayer for one another accountability and prayer a prayer buddy walking with someone Jesus sent the disciples out two by two not one by one he said look at the cities my God look at the need oh my gosh we need more 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 laborers to go out into the harvest field so he sent him out two by two you'd be like hang on Jesus you got 12 disciples that means we can hit six regions why don't we send them out one by one then we can double we can hit 12 regions Jesus like you don't understand how the kingdom works I need two by two so they can pray for one another so that they can hear there's a power that happens the altar's going to be open don't leave the same way you came in come on God. wow what an amazing word I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did hey listen for more information about our church go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.